Hello and welcome to Walk in the Shadowlands podcast. Let me be your guide as we take a walk into the shadowy realms of the unexplained, the paranormal, of things that go bump in the night and haunt your dreams. Your host? I'm Marianne. And I would like to welcome you to our podcast. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, today, whatever time it is, wherever you are living in this beautiful world of ours. So sit back, relax, and let me be your guide as we walk into the Shadowlands together and discover what awaits us there. Have you ever found yourself outside watching the stars at night and feeling in awe of the beauty and the grandeur of the night sky with the stars hanging like diamonds from the deep velvet background? Since the beginning of time, man has watched the night skies. We have used them to navigate the seas, to know when to plant specific vegetables, to know when it is the best time to go fishing at sea. Humankind has used the stars to mark the passing of the seasons and has simply enjoyed the wonder of the night skies. Man also has watched the night skies and wondered if life as we know it exists outside of this, the third rock from the sun. Have you ever wondered... If there are other planets out amongst the night sky that contain life, have you ever seen anything in the night skies that could not be explained away by modern technology, such as military jets, planes, drones, etc.? UFOs by definition are unexplained flying objects. Another term that governments tend to use is unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP for short. Of course, not all these unidentified objects are found in the skies. Some are seen exiting or entering the world's oceans. These are called unidentified submerged objects, USOs. There are many, many people throughout the world who have had experiences seeing UFOs or having had experiences with the inhabitants, myself included. So this is a subject that I am very fond of. I have been waiting to do a subject like this since I began this podcast and this will only be the first of hopefully a few episodes on this subject or variations of the subject. So get your cup of tea and your Becky, get comfortable and join me as we step into this part of the Shadowlands together. In the past 18 months in particular, I've noticed a marked shift in the way mainstream media has been treating the subject of UFOs and sightings. No longer do they treat the subject with derision or make a huge joke of it, treating sincere witnesses like they were seeing things, making it all up for attention, basically calling them liars, or treating them like they had a psychiatric illness. In fact, Many psychiatric papers have been written around this subject, like this one for the American Psychological Association, entitled UFO Abductees and Contactees, Psychopathology or Fantasy Proneness. In the abstract to their paper, it says this, and I quote, 
Psychopathological interpretations of individuals who claim contacts with extraterrestrials typify the few psychiatric evaluations of such behaviour. Biographical analysis of 152 subjects who reported temporary abductions or persistent contacts with UFO occupants show that these subjects are remarkably devoid of a history of mental illness. However, in 132 cases, one or more major characteristics were found of what S.C. Wilson and T.X. Barber, 1981, identified as the fantasy-prone personality, FPP. Although they appear to function as normal, healthy adults, FPPs experience rich fantasy lives and score dramatically higher relative to control groups on such characteristics as hypnotic susceptibility, psychic ability, healing, out-of-body experiences, automatic writing, religious visions and apparitional experiences. In the present study, UFO abductees and contactees exhibit a pattern of symptomology similar to that of FPPs. Thus, clinicians should consider testing UFO abductees or contactees for fantasy proneness in cases in which a particular psychopathological diagnosis is not obvious. End quote. So, they're looking for specific things that they can label contactees and abductees with. This method of treatment of experiences or witnesses was something that was deliberately cultivated by specific governments in the world to stop people from coming forward and speaking about what they had witnessed. But that's entirely another episode for another time. Since late April or thereabouts of this year, the US Armed Forces, particularly the Navy and the Air Force, have been open about acknowledging the existence of UFOs. This is a major step forward. And in fact have released some videos from Air Force fighter jets. These videos were reported in many mainstream news outlets, outlets such as the Independent in the United Kingdom, BBC News, also in the United Kingdom, the Washington Post, Newsweek, and all the major TV outlets throughout the world, including TV1 and 2 here in New Zealand. Of course, they are very careful to state that while they don't know where the UFO are from, they don't consider them from this world and they are very careful not to acknowledge the occupants who operate these craft in our skies. If you check out the podcast website www.walkingtheshadowlands.com the page for this episode, I will have links to some of these sites so you can check them out for yourself if you have not yet seen any of these videos. So at last, this subject is not being treated as a joke and people who have had experiences all their lives will not be so shy about coming forward. Personally, I simply don't care. I've always always spoken openly about my experiences with UFOs my entire life. Whatever others think of me is none of my business. And so I talk about what I've seen and experienced whenever the subject is brought up by others.
I will likely discuss some of my experiences next season of this podcast. But tonight, I have a wonderful guest, a woman in her 30s. My guest has been quite open about her experiences with UFOs starting a few years after suffering a series of strokes. Her story is quite inspirational by itself as she had to completely learn to talk again as her strokes wiped out her speech centre in her brain. So, without further ado, I'd like to introduce my guest for this episode, Bonnie Rampey. Hi Bonnie and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us all today. I've been waiting to do this episode with you for a while because this area generally is one that is actually a favourite of mine. Perhaps we could start with you giving us all a little background on you and how you came to be where you are today. Okay, I live in Texas. I've I've lived here most of my life. I lived in Tennessee for a few years, but I came back to Texas. As a child, I was able to see spirits and feel them and areas I would go to. Yeah, I would I would go to historical places and I would almost hear what was going on. I always knew things and people, you know, if they were lying or not, you know, it, it was, it was very strong as a child. And and then um, about eight years ago, I had my first awakening. I learned about the matrix and uh, about extraterrestrials and stuff like that. That's where I first heard about the Pleiadians. And uh, when I uh, when I was told about the Pleiadians, I didn't believe in them at all. I I only believed in the Greys 
you know, I didn't believe in reptilians or anything like that. Then about two years ago, I had my strokes. <laughs> I had a near-death experience. During my, I had three strokes. And on the third stroke, and this, this happened, it was like, there was a stroke and then another stroke and then the third. And that one, I was already in my hospital room and I went out of my body, completely out of my body. And I was floating above me and I was watching the doctors and, and the nurses, you know, going crazy and, and doing stuff. And I felt this amazing feeling of peace and just kind of almost giggling at like, that's my body. <laughs> and then boom, I was in this completely different place. It was like I was out in the beautiful universe and I could see shooting stars and uh, nebulae, planets and asteroids just moving around. I looked down and I was walking along this beautiful green grass. It was just really, it was, it was, and it was so soft on my feet. I felt joy and just wonder. And then right above me was this beautiful giant sphere. Somehow I knew that this was the source. And all this knowledge, it, it just came into me. And I felt joy and peace and immense love. All, all of creation came from this. And I was one with it. I was myself, but I was also one with everything. Right. And, and then poof, I'm, I'm back in my body. And I can feel that I could feel that joy. I was smiling. I had just had a stroke and I was just beaming, beaming, just smiling so, so hard. My, my face hurt. And I kept saying to people, you know, the, the nurses and, and my dad came in and uh, a friend of mine came in and I was like, soul groups are real. I, I could barely speak. The, the strokes affected my, my language center in my, uh, the left part of my brain. And I could barely talk. And I was trying to tell everyone that, you know, you know, soul groups are real. Everything's going to be fine because while I was, while I was having that stroke, something or someone said to me, everything is going to be fine forever. 
And, <laughs> and I knew it was the truth. And, and that was for everyone. Everything is going to be fine forever. No matter what you go through in your life, you will make, make it through it. And everything was going to be fine. Three months after my strokes, I was outside. Something told me, go outside. So I went outside and I was looking at the stars. I was extremely high vibrational for, for about a year after my, my strokes. But I was still, I still could barely speak. I could just feel everything. Everything was so wonderful. And I was looking at the stars and then all of a sudden out of my mouth, I said, Pleiadians. And immediately after I said that, it, it was like maybe one second or two seconds. I got three bright flashes right above me. I, I kind of, I, I, was, I was in shock, but I had no fear, no fear. Then they flashed me again and then they took off. I mean, like it was, it was like this bright light just flashed, they were gone. And then three helicopters came, flew in right into my area you know, like right above my house. <laughs> and I, and I laughed, I laughed. I was like, did that really just happen? And, and I'm like, that, no, that, that actually happened. And I called my dad and I was like, I could barely speak. I was like, dad, dad, I, UFO, I saw UFO. And he's like, you know, yeah, right, Bonnie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, no, really, really. He's like, well, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> and so ever since that night, they come to me, they signal to me and they, they fly by Sometimes they get uh, really low to where I can see the individual lights. On New Year's, I had just walked outside really quick to, to do something. And I look up and <laughs> this beautiful light craft was like maybe two football fields high up. And it glowed really bright for me. And I could see the individual lights. And then they just kind of disappeared. And I had this message like, Happy New Year, Bonnie. I was like, thank you. Thank you so much. But I've been able to take lots of pictures. I just used my iPhone. I'm hoping to get a good camera here sometime soon I can get videos but they're just dark too dark right so I've got I've got about four good videos of them but most of them are, are just you know pictures pictures lots of pictures 
And considering you're only using an iPhone, some of your images have been quite good. I've seen a couple that actually show the shape of the craft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the disc. Yeah. Yeah, the disc. And for listeners of the show, there will be pictures that Bonnie's taken on the website page for this episode. You can find that on www.walkingtheshadowlands.com so they know where they can go. When when you, this one that you saw on New Year's Bonnie, the lights that you saw around the craft, were they different colours or were they just the one colour? No, they were, uh, they were white. White, just crisp. It's a different type of light. Right. You know, it's just this crisp white light. Right. Each one. But I do have pictures of, they can change the colors if, if they want. A lot of times it's gold. It's gold. Oh, that's interesting. But I've got a lot of indigo. Indigo is is. is one one color that they 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 share and how often would you like when you see these craft do you get the urge to go outside and they're there yes yes there are times where I just get this feeling like okay it's time and I'll go outside and they'll already be flying by there are other times where I will call them in my mind and out loud, I, you know, I will call to them and they, they just, they never let me, let me down. They always show up. And this is like almost every night. Wow. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why, but. Well, there's obviously a connection there between you and the inhabitants of the ship. Yes. Yes. I get messages from them from from time to time and these are telepathic messages correct (laughs) yes yes I know it sounds crazy but yes there was a time where I was wondering you know why me you know I'm just I'm just Bonnie when they send you a message telepathically it repeats over and over and over until you get it And the message I got was, you are unique, you are special, you are part of the one. And to me, it felt like a message to all humanity. Like, you all are unique and special, and we are all part of the one, the source. Well, that's a really lovely message. A really lovely message, Bonnie. So how has your life altered since you had contact with these craft, since you started seeing these ships? Well, <laughs> well, I've, I've been able to show to, to my friends that, you know, that these, these dimensional beings exist and they love us. And my gifts have gotten a lot stronger. It's hard to explain. I've learned so much since that first contact. I, I delved into the extraterrestrials and dimensional beings. I've started my own group. 
just just trying to let everyone know that that they exist and they are already here and and that they love us so much one of the things that i've learned about the pleiadians is that they are in awe with humans because this dimension that we are in is very dense and thick. And just the fact that people get up every day and try to be better and try to, to learn and grow, you know, to them, they're just in awe because they're of a higher dimension. And, you know, they, they don't have any of the, the, the problems that we, that we face today and so you know they will go around contacting people that are awakening you know to to let them know we're not alone and that they are loved oh that's that's really lovely bonnie that's a really lovely a really lovely message and you're right about this dimension being quite heavy would you like to share the name of your Facebook group with my listeners so that those who don't know it already can check your group out? Okay, sure, sure. It's Extraterrestrials, Spirituality, and the Paranormal. A lot of it is all connected. So yeah, that's my group and it's closed so that it's a safe haven for people to just share what they experience. A lot of them have videos and stuff of their own crafts, and it's it's a beautiful, wonderful group. It's a really lovely group, and I notice that people are very respectful. Of course, that trickles down from the top, and that people can share their experiences without judgment, without fear of being laughed at. Really, I've noticed what your group is about. It's really all about love. Yes. And one of the things... When I'm doing my Instagram post tags every day, regardless of the subject that week, I always end my Instagram post with the tag, love is all. That's beautiful. Love is all. I know that's a very, a very hippie Woodstock for those who are old enough to remember that festival or who might have read about it, saying, but it's the truth. It's the truth. It is. It is. A very, very wise and much-loved friend, a star being, once said to me, Marianne, when you do anything, you must do it from your heart. When you think, think from your heart. When you speak, speak from your heart. When you act, act from your heart. He said, he explained to me that it's because your heart connects you with the greater realities than this one that we are currently knowing of in our day-to-day -day lives. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Perfect. So ever since he said that to me decades ago, I've tried my very best to live by that because it resonated with me on a soul level and I recognized that it was the truth. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yes. And being human, I do have days when I am perhaps not coming from my heart space as much as I could be, but I forgive myself for that because I'm still learning and every day is a learning experience. But I do try 
very hard to live by those words. Oh, yes. And certainly I, they helped me a great deal in my nursing career when I worked as a cardiothoracic and vascular nurse. I want to go back, Bonnie, to what you talked about at the beginning of our conversation when you talked about the matrix. It's really interesting because the episode last week was all about the matrix, otherwise known as the holographic universe or the simulation theory by leading astrophysicists and scientists and glitches in the matrix. Of course, the term matrix referring to a holographic reality came into common usage because of the movie The Matrix starring Keanu Reeves. Isn't that interesting? Mm, very well it was actually David Icke that first I started watching a lot of his lectures and you know some of it really resonated with me and and then I began to notice all the the symbols and all the stuff that the Illuminati use (laughs) I knew that this was a simulation. It was, I could feel it inside of me that this was the truth. I'm not saying that everything that David Icke, you know, is, is correct, but I take in what resonates within me. And that, that hit me pretty hard. There was three months where I, I didn't want to do anything. It was a very dark moment to find out, you know, that the matrix is real. It's a bit mind-blowing, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't even want to, I didn't want to eat the food. I, I, didn't, I didn't want to go outside and, and breathe the air. I was pretty much paralyzed. And then... I realized I can't change the way I am. I had to share love. That was that was just that 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 was the most important thing. And just live life the best you can and act from love. That's brilliant. In last week's episode, I talked about the simulation theory and about leading quantum physicists in the world who've come out and stated publicly that they believe that we live in a simulated reality. Yes. And in fact, in last week's episode, there are links to all of these guys being interviewed about their beliefs in a holographic reality. And so it's really interesting listening to these guys talk about well from a scientific perspective from a mathematical perspective yes talking about how the simulation theory this holographic theory answers physics questions and some questions Einstein proposed about black holes and stuff like that they're only that they propose that the simulation theory is the reason why mathematics can't work out these issues they couldn't solve before well to me I believe that when science and spirituality combine, that's where the answers come. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Is there anything that you would like to share with the listeners that you think might be useful to them or may help them, anyone perhaps who's having the same sort of experiences as you? Well, let me think. Well, I do know that that there is 
good and bad extraterrestrials and dimensional beings. But the good ones are trying to connect with everyone that they that they they can that are awakened enough. And when you look at a craft, they are raising your consciousness. When you see a craft, they are right then and there are raising your consciousness. The good dimensional beings that come to come to those who have been awakened enough during that time, they are the the dimensional beings are raising your consciousness right then and there. And your gifts will get stronger. So are you saying, Bonnie, well, first of all, let's clarify a couple of things. What do you mean when you say awakened? Do you mean people who are questioning the set standards of spirituality and indeed religions and what is taught as our reality? and the expectations society places on one's beliefs, spiritual beliefs? Yes, (laughs) that's well said. When you start to question your own reality, I mean, uh, you know, each atom has like, I think it's like 99.9% of it is just air. It's just, it's, it's empty. Once you realize that everything matter, matter is just most of our reality is created through our own mind. And it's a collective idea. And, you know, we create, we create our reality. And once you begin questioning this reality, it something inside of you just kind of aw- begins to awake. And one question follows to another question and to another question and another question. And then you realize that we truly are one. For other people that are getting contacted by these beautiful, wonderful, good dimensional beings, you know, you will know, you will not feel any fear. And while you are are watching these beautiful crafts fly by, your consciousness begins to raise. You know, we humans, we have a long way to go, but so many of us, so many of us are waking up and questioning things and realizing that love is everything. Love, love is everything. That's beautiful. That was totally coming from your heart space. There's a saying that I really love, and that is, what comes from the heart touches the heart. Thank you. Well, I would like to say, I would like to say that these dimensional beings truly love us unconditionally when they are telepathic. So that means that the moment they contact you, they know everything about you. 
everything. And I mean everything. And that's the good, the bad, what what goes on into your mind or through your mind, you know. But to them, we are perfect. And that we are unconditionally loved by them. Right. With the governments, the world governments, particularly the US government, especially in the past year, coming out and drip-feeding the masses about UFO and by default, the presence of star people, as I like to call them, well, actually, it's not so much of a drip-feed this year, more like they've turned on the faucet and there's a steady stream flowing of information being released to the public solely to acclimatise everyone, firstly to the reality of UFOs and therefore other sentient beings off this planet who may or may not be similar to us in appearance and it's only a matter of time before well like people often say why doesn't a ufo come down and land in the white house lawn why doesn't da 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 yeah but the fact is that the governments have suppressed this information for their own purposes Yes. They've created a culture where before recently, if people talked about their their experiences with seeing UFO or having encounters with actual beings, they were systematically ridiculed or made fun of, treated at best like a joke or with derision for daring to talk about their experiences, treated like they had a psychiatric illness. It's only in the past couple of years that mainstream media has stopped treating sightings like a joke to be laughed at and ridiculed and started treating the subject seriously. Yes. And so these star people have chosen alternate ways of letting people know they're around. (laughs) <laughs> yes yeah they're they're getting their message out there to the average person you know and yes and it's absolutely beautiful you know that they would go around our governments because our governments are they already know about extraterrestrials and they've worked with them so you know they're not the nicest extraterrestrials and our government knows it and the really good ones the really good dimensional beings you know are are going around contacting average people you know i think it's more than 60% of american our population believe that extraterrestrials are here already so you know wow 60% that's pretty awesome yeah yeah their message is getting out so just to clarify for all you listeners bonnie is not saying that all star people or ets are good or benevolent or have our best interests at heart and that is actually correct just as not all humans are good or kind or have your best interests at heart so i'd like for all my listeners to understand that this is not a blanket one size fits all thing yes one has to use discernment (laughs) yes 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 that's exactly what i meant thank you that's okay bonnie thank you so much for taking the time to tell your story, your very interesting story, and your information with my listeners. I really appreciate your time today. Well, I 
greatly appreciate you and your podcast and your group and, you know, you getting the word out. That's, that's wonderful. And I appreciate you very much. And I appreciate your listeners. Oh, thank you very much, Bonnie. That's awesome. Thank you. So tonight's episode has been about Bonnie's experience in seeing and experiencing various UFOs, crafts or ships in the night skies. She has ongoing experiences with seeing these ships over her home in Texas. I think she's very brave for coming forward and sharing what she has experienced as even today there are many people who do not believe or have not experienced sightings for themselves. But there are Many today who say they can call in UFO, such as Dr. Stephen Greer from the Disclosure Project and C-City. So Bonnie is not alone in her ability to do this. I hope that at the very least, this episode has given you all something to think about and consider next time you're watching the night skies. Be sure and have your camera with you because you never know what you might capture. Before I close this episode tonight, I'd like to give a big shout out to Jim Pinzeroni of Too Many Podcasts. Jim interviewed me last week for an episode of his show, Such a Nice Chap. I really enjoyed chatting with him about this podcast. If you'd like to listen to that interview or indeed any of his interviews with different podcasters, there'll be a link to his show on this episode's page of the podcast website www.walkingtheshadowlands.com He likes to find out what makes people get into podcasting so if you enjoy listening to other people's stories I recommend checking out his show. Our bumper music tonight is called Taken by Angels, written by Blue Millennium. Copyright 2018, licensed under Creative Commons. For more information, check out the podcast website. If any of you have any questions or any comments that you'd like to make or experiences that you might like to share with myself and my audience, then please don't hesitate to email me at shadowlands at yahoo.com or if you're a member of Anchor at anchor.fm, then you can leave me a voice message via their platform, which I could include in an upcoming episode. If you enjoyed this episode, then please leave a positive rating and a written review on your chosen podcasting platform. Who knows, you may hear your review read out at the end of one of these podcasts. And of course, so you don't miss out on our next episode, make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. This podcast is available on all free podcasting platforms and soon to be available from iHeartRadio as well. If you don't have a smartphone, then you can listen to the episodes from the podcast website, www.walkingtheshadowlands.com. For those hearing impaired, there's a full written transcript of each episode on the website, so you don't miss out at all. 
tell your friends, tell your family, tell your workmates about our show. Encourage them to listen and to subscribe also. The more, the merrier. Also, please consider supporting this show on Patreon.com. You can check out the link on our website, check out our Facebook page, Walking the Shadowlands, and our Instagram feed of the same name. Like and follow for hints on our upcoming episodes. Thank you so much for listening. Tonight, today, wherever you are in this beautiful world of ours, we'll see you this time next week. Thanks for listening. 